Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. On Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry on KSL News Radio. Hey, welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Listen, I have Senator Romney on hold, so I'm going to get through this really quickly, and I apologize for this diversion. I just got a text message. It was a video, actually, sent by my wife, and you don't care about this, but let me just tell you what I'm going through right now. I have a new baby. Uh, she's about two months old, uh, and her her grandmother is visiting today, and my wife just sent me a video of my little baby Piper laying on her grandmother's lap, uh, laughing for the first time. I, in this past commercial break, I heard my baby uh, uh, laugh for the first time. So I'm kind of full of joy right now. Uh, but that is not uh, the theme of this topic right now. We're speaking on the line uh, with Utah Senator Mitt Romney. Sir, I'm grateful to you for joining us. I understand you've just stepped away from uh, a briefing learning about the events in Iran. That is right. But uh, listen, congratulations to you. <laughs> a little baby laughing for the first time. Uh, she must have been listening to your show. <laughs> I, I, listening to the show and maybe being tickled by grandma. Oh, there you go. Uh, but, sir, you just you stepped out of a briefing, and I'm grateful to you for joining us immediately afterwards. Can you tell, I understand, too, that it was a classified briefing, and so you may not be able to disclose everything, but can you tell us uh, maybe some of the themes and some of your takeaways from that briefing? Well, uh, we uh, we heard from the uh, Secretary of State and the Secretary of Defense, uh, the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and the head of the CIA, among others, uh, and uh, and they described the uh, the conditions that led to um, the strike against uh, General Silvani. And um, I, I, for one, am am comfortable with the legal authority uh, to attack uh, to attack General Silvani to take him out. Uh, he's a very bad guy um, who is responsible for the death of a lot of Americans and and has continued to play a role in the region uh, attacking our interests, attacking our personnel uh, and attacking the personnel of our allies. So um, him being gone is a is a good thing. Uh, there was a great deal of discussion about whether that was a wise thing or not, uh, what the pros and cons were. And um, obviously we, we had uh, probably 98 senators there, including a number who were running for president as Democrats. And so they were not all satisfied with all the answers, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, uh, for my own part, uh, I, I'm interested in understanding just what the, uh, the, uh, the administration's policy is going to be with regards to developing a strategy for the Middle East, how that's changed as a result of what happened, uh, what our relationship will be with Iraq, what we want to be doing with Iraq, uh, uh, how effective we'll be in going after uh, the remnants of ISIS, the personnel there, um, and, uh, and, and frankly, whether uh, it is part of our ongoing uh, mission to, uh, to take on the proxies of Iran uh, as they uh, 
uh, as they gallivant around the region. So th- th- those are a lot of the things that were discussed. And, I, you know, I, I guess I think that we're, we're in a better position with Sulmani uh, being out of the way. But there's an upside and downside from here. And uh, hopefully Iran will be smart and not pursue a course that takes us in the wrong direction. Senator Romney, I, I understand there's a classified setting. There, were, there was information transmitted to you, which is classified. You can't share with us now. But let me ask you this and, and answer as best you can. And if you have to pull the classified card, feel free. Uh, but was there any explanation for why Soleimani was in Iraq? Um, you know, I can, I can tell you that... that um, um, uh, the, my perspective, uh, based on what I understand, and I, again, I'm, I'm trying to draw a line between things that are classified and not classified. And frankly, they don't tell us that. So, so uh, you know, in these meetings, uh, uh, I have to assume that everything is classified. Um, but he had uh, had traveled uh, not only to Iraq but also to Lebanon and to other places where there are. Uh, Iran proxies that have been known to attack us or to attack our friends, uh, and uh, I think it's fair to say that the assumption would be that that that, that there were plans underway um, that would have been malign uh, with regards to our interests, and that's probably about as far as I can go without without getting into more detail. Understood. Let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you to speculate a little bit here. The the missiles were fired at a time of day and into a location where the result was uh, no American lives were lost and there was minimal damage to uh, to these areas where, where we do uh, business, so to speak. Was that intentional? Um, it's fair to say that, that uh, I do not believe it was intentional uh, on the uh, Iranians' part to avoid casualties. Uh, I believe instead it was intentional on our part to take uh, defensive action uh, to avoid casualties. Uh, as you can imagine, we have um, uh, defense capabilities and early warning capabilities that allow us to um, to move personnel and equipment in such a way that we think we minimize the potential for for casualties and um uh, and so uh, i i i believe that the uh, my personal belief is that the iranians intended to uh, uh to strike us in a way that would cause uh, uh far more uh, uh, casualty than than actually occurred because uh, i know american was uh, was injured or or killed that's likewise true for the iraqis and our coalition partners no no iraqis or coalition partner individuals were killed or uh, and endured any kind of uh, 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 casualty. I know your time is tight. I want to ask you one last question. To what level should Congress be involved in this process going forward? Um, you know, that is one of the great debates which goes on, as you know, having uh, served back here in Washington, uh, which is how do you draw the line between what a president can do um, unilaterally versus what a president uh, should only be able to do with approval of Congress. And no one has yet been able to draw a clearly defined line as to when the president has to go to Congress. Um, in this circumstance, I think it's pretty clear that there was authorization um, that the president was acting to defend uh, Americans, and there's no question in this regard that taking out General Sumali was uh, was uh, was within the law. But but going forward, what kinds of things can the president do without Congress? That's going to continue to be a debate. Our Democratic friends have put together some proposals that that they're going to take to the floor eventually, um, asking us to vote. 
on uh, uh, demanding uh, in, in certain circumstances congressional approval before there's military action. Um, whether or not those are successful, I can't tell you. But I, but I do. I can tell you that with regards to the uh, killing of General Soleimani, uh, that is something which uh, I think. Uh, pretty cons- consistently is being viewed as being within the law. Utah Senator Mitt Romney, I'm grateful to you for joining us on the program today. Thanks, Lee. All the best to you. All right, very good. Uh, that was Utah Senator Mitt Romney. He joined us uh, immediately following a classified briefing. And uh, on the, the presentation stage, uh, you will have found Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper, General Mark Milley, Director of the CIA Gina Haspel. Uh, they all were making the case. It appears from the representatives we've spoken to, members of Congress, uh, including uh, Chris Stewart, uh, John Curtis, and now Mitt Romney. They all let us know that the, the overwhelming attitude uh, in terms of the, the, the question of justification, were we legally uh, and tactically justified in uh, attacking and sending in the drones to take out uh, this bad actor, uh, this commander, uh, this Iranian commander, Soleimani? Uh, and the answer from them uh, appears to be yes. They also, though, if you keep an eye on Twitter and look at the, the comments of different uh, congressional leadership, you're going to find a, a divide uh, that is shaping up right now. Uh, many of the Democrats say that that justification is insufficient and that we should not uh, necessarily have felt we had the justification to execute that drone strike which took out Soleimani. We're going to speak to one such Democrat next, uh, Ben McAdams. He is he represents a portion of Utah here. He is Utah's lone Democrat in uh, Utah. I'd like to ask him uh, if, if the if the justification presented by the folks in this classified briefing, uh, again, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, he earlier in the, or rather last week, he made it very clear that uh, his opinion and view was that there was clear justification and rationale that imminent threat was presented by Soleimani and that decisive action by the president was required. Uh, that was communicated both by Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, also Secretary of Defense Esper, General Milley, a man who I admire greatly. I've told you stories about him in the past. He made that buzzsaw comment not long ago and director of the CIA, Gina Haspel. I want to ask Representative McAdams in the next segment if he thinks that the presentation uh, was sufficient to warrant uh, the justification to execute this attack uh, on Soleimani. I'm going to ask him next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.